Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Justin Fields had a phenomenal explanation as to why he unfollowed his team on Instagram. But he has horrendous sense of awareness. We'll explain that coming up in just a moment with Jonathan Zaslow yeah. in for Amber Wilson. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented in part by Progressive Insurance. And it's good to be back at Zaz before we get into Justin Fields and the number one overall pick. And there's so many different avenues to, to exit off that interstate. Uh, and I do mean a ton involving the number one overall pick, Fields' future, and everything else. It's good to be back off a college visit where I, I went down and visited Auburn with my oldest daughter, Rowan, oh, and then wow. to Alabama, and then finally home. And then I was on loan the last two days like a professional soccer player to Carlin versus Joe. So good to be back in this time slot uh, with uh, where, where I belong uh, with my people. Uh, but I'm still moving a little slowly coming off uh, the age of 52 going back to college for three days. But what's that like? I mean, you're, you're an Alabama guy, and you also visited Auburn. I mean, that's that, – that's... I have no allegiance whatsoever. Oh, okay. So you're, you're good with whatever she chooses, Dude, however it goes down. When you're in, in this business as long as we've been in it, and, and you know, especially when it comes to football, and you've been you know, part of a broadcast crew – for what fifteen years now, your your allegiance to your alma mammy, uh, it, it gets diluted, shall we say? So Auburn was awesome, man. I mean, I probably gained eighteen pounds in two days on the planes. Okay, I mean, just dominating food left and right, and, and it was a blast. But again. You're 52 and you go back to college for three days. It takes about three days to heal up. Oh, man, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I, haven't been, I haven't had a real trip back to school. I went to University of Florida. I haven't had a real trip back there in a very long time. There's no way I'd be able to hang, like in any fashion. I didn't. It I would was, be ugly. It was ripcorded 10 p.m. Going yeah. out, hitting the, hitting the rack, man. I, mean, yeah. I, I got nothing left to give you, nothing at all. And you – are not in a very good mood. You're like Justin Fields right now oh, because man. you you got you got Heisman to what again? You were trying to get tickets to who? Okay, so I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan, all right? Outside of sports and my love for Miami sports, I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan and they just announced a new, you know, North American tour and there's a whole ticket process. And I'm in the fan club, I'm in the 10 club, all right? And I get tickets. You, you put in an order for tickets every time they tour. And I just got the confirmation email like an hour ago. I got shut out from the lottery, and that has never happened to me before. I've never been shut out of their ticket lottery. So uh, it's not even that. I'm not in a foul mood, but I'm a, I'm a little – because I, I just have to come up with a game plan. How am I going to what, – what's plan B? And there will be a plan B. But I, Oh, see, beautiful. But I'm a, I'm a little bit bummed out, Ian. I'm a little bummed out. I can out. tell. The yeah. moment you jumped on headset on the Zoom, I'm like, my man is not in a very good a mental little, place right bummed. now. I'm a little bummed. How many but times I'll, have, I'll figure it out. How I'll many times have you seen these guys? I've seen them 26 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a competition, though, Ian. It's not a competition. No, not at all. Not at all. 
26 times to go yeah. see the same band. Damn, man. Yeah. I don't know if I've done anything 26 times. All right, well, hang in there, man. It's going to be an interesting two-hour and 15-minute <laughs> ride from here on out for the, for all of us here on ESPN Radio. All right, let's get into it. Justin Fields uh, was on the uh, the St. Brown Brothers podcast. That's uh, Equimonious St. Brown of the Chicago Bears, formerly okay. of the Green Bay Packers, and also Amon Ross St. Brown from the Detroit Lions. And it was big, huge news the last couple days that – Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears. Oh yeah, like a like a teenager breaking up with you know Susie in oh, yeah. fifth period. You send yep. her a text and like hey nope no, no or you unfollow her on the gram and next thing you know yeah you're broken up right. Yep, that's and right. He, and he do- goes and follows Bijan Robinson, oh, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons. Come on. So his explanation that you're about to hear is pretty good, but his sense of awareness. Not so much. Here's Justin Fields. Bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like why, why are you not following follow the Bears? This and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I, I'm following the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with them. That's true. That's true. That's fact. That's fact. But you, you follow Gianna, right? Hmm? But listen, listen, man, yeah, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend, though. That's different. But I'm saying, like, when you're single, it's you really mess with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel saying? me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you mess with the Bears? You're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them? Man, ah, like okay, that. okay. It's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm-hmm. what? Okay. So the explanation there, Zaz, is actually pretty good. I don't want to see it in my timeline. I'm going on vacation. I want to yeah, mainly dial out. Okay. NFL, Bears, not following. But you are following fellow players in the NFL, and you did go follow Pitts, London, and Robinson of the Atlanta Falcons. The explanation, okay, I get it. But your sense of awareness, dude, you, you saw this with Kyler Murray. You saw his national news with Russell Wilson when he unfollowed the Seahawks, when Murray unfollowed the Arizona Cardinals, and you knew this was going to be a major topic of conversation about your future or lack thereof in Chicago. I hate so much about his explanation. The latter part, that you want to take some of the football off your timeline, that you're on vacation, makes sense. Makes all the sense in the world. But everything that preceded that, I hate so much about it. The, y'all take Twitter, social media too serious. Okay, first of all, Justin Fields, you took time in your day to say to yourself, I want to go on social media and unfollow the Bears and then follow other guys on the Atlanta Falcons. So it seemed serious enough for you to stop what you were doing during the day to make some adjustments on your social media page. That's number one. And number two, the whole you take it too serious. Justin, welcome to sports. You're on the side of sports where you're getting paid to do the sports. Other people are on the side of sports where they pay to do the watching of you in sports. So when you do things like stop following the paying customer's favorite team, they notice and they get upset about stuff like that. And then you go and you follow another team and other players who you've been rumored to go to. There's a lot at stake here for fans. Fanatic, fans, we understand where the word comes from. And fans pay a lot of money and care very, very much about what happens with their favorite team. So, yes, Justin Fields, some of us take it a little bit serious, and you should probably understand that. He's Jonathan Zaslow. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons here on Amber and Ian on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. You couple that with Albert Breer 
Good friend of the show, Monday Morning Quarterback, SI.com. He reports that the Bears will have their decision made by the time the combine begins, which is right around the corner. It starts on February 29th. When you saw that from Burt Breer, what was your reaction? Especially well, coupled with this, with Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears, and he's tired of, of hearing you know, whether he's going to be traded or not be traded. But when you heard that from Burt, what was your reaction? Well, my reaction is, hold up a second. The combine is what's going to determine what the Bears are going to wind up doing. Like, like I feel like all the tape we have on guys like Caleb Williams is a lot more important than anything you're going to see on him or any other player, for that matter, at the combine. I don't believe that the combine, even if it's a small part of their decision-making process, I got a hard time believing they don't really know right now what it is that they're going to do. I think, if anything, the holdup is the compensation, Ian. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that last part. And I can also understand from a combine perspective the one-on-one meetings. You want to put him up on the grease board and see what he's got, right? Even though you've seen all the tape, you, you've probably already talked to him or at least you know people with him. Uh, now you want to put him up there and get in that one-on-one meeting room uh, and, and, and kind of – read body language, put him up on the grease board, put him in different situations. That part I understand if that's a final check mark that you're looking for. But the compensation part, those conversations not only happen at St. Elmo's over some outstanding you know, shrimp <laughs> cocktails. The steak is extraordinarily overrated. Wow. Uh, but the shrimp cocktail is outstanding at St. Wow. Elmo's. Those conversations will take place. That's why I think the combine target uh, does make sense. Because you can work out compensation face-to-face with other GMs and front office people. But don't you think, like, right now, they're 99% sure what they want to do in this situation? I would hope so. I, I, I would damn sure hope so. Uh, but hope ain't a plan. We, we all definitely know that. So, basically, we're going to give you three options that the Bears can do with a number one overall pick. And you can okay. weigh in at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Three options with a number one overall pick, and we'll find out what is the best one when you return right here on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Our associate producer, Ryan Matlack, sticking it to Jonathan Zaslow right now with a Pearl Jam return because he got shut out of the Pearl Jam lottery to go and see his favorite band for the 27th time. That's right. 
Hang in there, Zaz. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. He's in for Amber <laughs> Wilson here on ESPN Radio. What would you do with a number one overall pick if you are the Chicago Bears? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. They essentially have three options. Trade the pick and keep Justin Fields. Keep the pick and just trade Justin Fields. Or trade the pick and Justin Fields and you have – Wow, it, I mean, I've never even thought about that option. Like that—that's that's a wild Caleb Williams option. Is not the only quarterback right in this draft. Drake May is there. Jaden Daniels is there. They're probably going all one, two, three. So that last one is the longest shot and probably will not happen. But it is an option for Chicago. So I pose the question to you because mm-hmm. I mentioned this. I mentioned it last week. Two weeks ago, yesterday, filling in for Chris Carlin with Joe Fortenball, if I'm the Washington Commanders or the New England Patriots or the New York Giants or the Atlanta Falcons, all in the top eight of the upcoming draft in April, I am moving heaven and earth to go get number one. I would even go draft day, that horrendous, awful, pathetic, melted cheese all over it movie starring Kevin Costner. That movie's fun. It's it's not even a great awful movie. It's just an awful movie. Oh, that that was fun. Movie. Dude, on, the, repla- the, the replacements is a great awful movie, right? I mean, draft day, draft day horrendous. I mean, the scene so where fun. he gets all his oh, picks back in, that's oh, a great so scene. Good. Yeah, go eat your pancakes. I get it. I understand, <laughs> right? But the Washington Commanders should give, give away, if they had to, to go and get Caleb Williams to move up one spot. Because uh-huh. you know Cliff Kingsbury, the OC who was at USC last year, is in there going, look, guys, I know him and I want him. I promise you. I've talked to Kingsbury about Caleb. Loves him. Zero flaws with this dude. I would go ahead and go draft day, man. Here are my three ones. Here are three twos. Take it or leave it to move up one spot. That's what. That's the generational type talent that Caleb Williams is. So, Zaz, you're the Bears. Somebody mm-hmm. comes to you with that monster haul. What are you doing? So, I felt one way about this scenario – as recently as maybe a month ago, and now I feel another way. The way that I first felt was, I want to keep Justin Fields, I'll make the trade, I'll get a bunch of picks, I'll continue to build around, maybe I only drop down a couple spots and I could even get Marvin Harrison, you know? I like the sound of that. And I have flip-flopped. I have changed my opinion in this scenario. And if I'm the general manager, I cannot be the guy who two years in a row passed on a potentially generational quarterback. I already passed on C.J. Stroud last year because I'm still willing to try out Justin Fields. I can't also pass on Caleb Wilson, Caleb, Caleb Williams, because I'm still trying to figure out Justin Fields. It doesn't mean, I'm not saying that Justin Fields can't be the guy, but we've had three years and we're still not sure. And you're on and your third I'm OC. St- that is yeah. not easy for a quarterback when you're on your totally. third coordinator. Totally. I'm not out on Justin Fields, but I'm not sure about Justin Fields. And if I'm not sure about Justin Fields, I can't pass on the number one pick two years in a row when it looks like I got a shot at two generational quarterbacks. I can't do it. I can't be that guy. Yeah, because you might get fired. Is, oh, because I mean, you will <laughs> get fired. Right, so. I mean, here's the other part. I'm with you on Justin Fields. I mean, does he hold the ball too long at times? Absolutely. But that offensive line has been horrendous. Yeah, I'm not out on him. Any weapons around him? So I'm with you. He ends up in Atlanta and goes home. He's from Georgia. 
That's an instant upgrade, and you are a contender in the South. He goes to Pittsburgh, and Arthur Smith's system, he's a perfect fit. Ironically, former head coach of the Falcons, now the OC uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But when you're talking about a haul, I mean, an absolute haul, if you trade that thing, my gosh, man. And then you have Drake May and Jaden Daniels sitting there at two or three if you trade with Washington or the New England Patriots. Yeah, as long as you trade with one of those two teams. If you're trading down six, seven, eight, you're, you're really rolling the dice. You don't know. Uh, let's get to it. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Leonard in Florida. Leonard, you're on ESPN Radio. What do you do with the number one? Hey, you guys, if I disagree with you, don't hang up on me, even if I say that I agree with you like the – radio hosts in Southwest Florida did, and then basically ripped on me the whole time afterwards. So here's what I think. With Justin Fields, I think what he's making a mockery of, the Bears, I think they need to trade him to the Canadian Football League, to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and um, because he's just going the wrong way. Okay, one, you can't do that. Uh, that's not even actually possible. Uh, amazing but, but two, we, we appreciate the phone call and we didn't hang up on you, even though when you mentioned uh, Canada, uh, it, it almost happened. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to move on in a hurry. Rob yeah. in South Dakota. Ra- <laughs> Rob, you're on ESPN Radio. Yeah, I say trade him. I don't care where he goes. Um, trade him. Use the capital you get back for picks and try and trade up and get Marvin Harrison Jr. I've been a Bears fan my entire life, and more poor quarterback play is just not. Justin Fields is a poor man's Cam Newton, and it's just not working out. Ian, what do you think What do you think you can get for Justin Fields? Second and a third. The, yeah, the third I was could be a second and something. The, the, second, the third could be an escalator or a second and a fourth, and if he plays a certain number of snaps or, and the team wins a certain number of games, that, that third round or fourth round pick can be an escalator to a potential future second round pick. Does that so make sense? So a second this year and an escalator for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Know. I, I, look, man, because, again, you look at the entire body of work and it's not all on him. That's what I want to emphasize with Justin Fields. Totally. I think he can be a very good quarterback in this league. But when you're talking about being able to get a haul uh, for if you trade the pick, that's also very tempting because, as you and I talked about, you know they have money to spend. This offensive line draft is deep. I mean, every, from tackles to centers to guards, it is filthy rich. I'd rather spend my money on on already established. Which offensive you could, linemen. Which they could. Yeah, rather yeah. than draft them, I'd rather spend that money on guys I know can fill those spots on the offensive line if we're going to go that route. Let me tell you, the, the entire draft, I mean, for the first time in a while, really hinges on the number one overall pick because there's so many different options that could happen here. Uh, again, When going- was the last time you think that the number one pick in the whole scenario was in doubt like this? Like well, is the Baker Mayfield year, draft, maybe because the Baker year, Mayfield uh, draft, we weren't really sure who was going number one, right? Last year, to an extent, but about a week before the draft, word had kind of gotten out that it was going to be Bryce Young, uh, because of that in, in, in yeah. part because of that stupid S two test that everyone said CJ just uh, bombed, and that to me is one of the dumbest things ever. You know, just wa- just turn the film on and watch the damn game. And you're doing the one-on-one interviews. You know the IQ of the young man. Uh, if that was the, the deciding factor, that was just moronic. But word had gotten out that it was going to be Bryce Young, so it really wasn't in 
you know, in limbo right now. Whereas with this one and this year, I mean, it is it's fascinating what the Bears may or may not do, and what a team and which team is going right. to be willing right. to give up a massive amount of equity to go get that number one overall. Is pick. there Ian? Is there any scenario that they let's say they trade the number one overall pick, but we don't find out until the commissioner actually walks up to the podium. There's been a trade, and and he announces it, and so-and-so's on the clock. That'd be crazy. I would love that. As being part of our draft coverage with Chris Carlin and Chris Canty and Mike Tannenbaum, nothing would make me happier than to have that kind of turmoil and chaos and an edge on draft night than what you just described. Let's go to Mike in Atlanta. Quick, Owen in New York. Owen in New York, quickly. Go ahead. Hey, I just just got a quick question. Other than Carson Palmer, you tell me the best generational quarterback to come out of USC because everybody that's come out of USC so far as a generational quarterback has done nothing in the league except for Carson Palmer. Please make it make sense for the Bears to waste their money on that. (laughs) Here's the thing. It used to be said about Alabama, too, and and right now – you, you've got Tua you got and, and Jalen Hurts. And until the Patriots ruined Mac Jones, he had a hell of a future. So, I mean, th- this, this dude, I'm telling you, I've seen him in person four times. He's just different, as He really is. It's not very often, I mean, to the, to the caller's point, it's not very often that the quarterbacks are called generational quarterbacks. So it's not as if there should be some laundry list of guys from USC that have the tag generational quarterback. It's not that often that we say it. Like, when was the last time we said Andrew that? Andrew Luck. That's a while ago. Yeah. You know? And by and the way, like, what would be the, the time same, before that? I talked to the same four scouts before every single game, and they are so sick of me by week 13 in college football. Every single one of them had the same comparison when, when talking about Caleb Williams, and it was Andrew Luck. You're going to pass on that dude at number right. one? Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, that often. It ain't that easy. Uh, we will continue with more of your phone calls. Three options. Do you j- trade Justin Fields? Do you keep the pick? Do you trade the pick with the number one overall? More of your calls right here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Just tuning in, Albert Breer, Sports Illustrated, MMQB.com, reported actually yesterday that the, the Bears are planning on having a decision made as to the future of Justin Fields and what they are going to do with a number one overall pick by the Combine, which begins on February 29th with Jonathan Zaslow. And for Amber Wilson, I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. You're on Amber and Ian on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. So we're posing the question to you. If you're the Bears, what do you do with a number one overall pick? Me, I'm moving heaven and earth 
to go and move up with the, with the Bears and forcing them to make a trade with me. I don't care if I've got to go draft day giving you three ones and three twos. That awful Kevin Costner movie. I'm doing it. Because oh, I that think, movie's I think, fun. I know. I, you're not, off base, Ian. We're not going to get into it again. I mean, like, no, we can get into it for a second. Hang on a minute. We'll get back to your phone calls yes. in a moment at 888-ESPN, yes. 888-729-3776. Do you, I mean, when I, what, the, the tipping point, yeah. what, one was the first 30 seconds, but then really when I started scratching my, my eyeballs out with Go my on. fingernails was when he's in a closet while they're on a clock with his girlfriend. Meaning right. Kevin Costner, GM of the Browns, yeah. is with Jennifer Gardner in a closet while they're on the clock with right. the number one overall pick. Well, uh, I'm he, like, he, like, how far fetched is this idiotic? Whoever wrote this damn thing, I mean, you are an absolute moron. I, I that for me, that movie's fun. There are several scenes, especially when he gets all of his picks, that are fun. For me, I like the movie because when that movie ended, Ian, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I enjoyed it. I didn't sit through that movie. I wasn't, I wasn't upset throughout the movie. I wasn't angry throughout the movie. I enjoyed that movie. That movie made me feel good for two hours. So I you, left. I'm like, yeah, you know you what? Know, you, know like how, you know how bad it was for me? I actually went back and watched it again to make sure it was as awful as it was, that I thought it was the first time I watched it. There you go. Okay. Now, now, now let me ask you this. Any given Sunday. Eh, that's, that's, a, that's a good, bad movie. That movie that's a terrible movie. It's yeah. a good, bad movie. That's yeah. a bad movie. I got you. Willie Beeman. There you was know, an we, eyeball on the field. An eyeball. <laughs> and out of shape, Lawrence Taylor was on that field also. Uh, let's get back to our regularly scheduled program. What would you do if you're the Chicago Bears? Are you are you trading away the pick uh, and keeping Justin Fields? Are you keeping the pick, getting rid of Justin Fields? Well, the third you're, option. You're trading the pick. You're trading oh, it. Oh, right? I'm gone. I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm if, oh. if I'm if I'm no yeah if, if I'm the Bears. Yeah. I mean, I I'm. Hold on. There's two if conversations the there. If I'm the, ba- want, if I'm the Bears, I'm not trading it. If I'm Washington, if I'm New England, oh, right? okay. if, I, if I'm Atlanta, if I'm the Giants, okay. I'm moving heaven and earth to go get that number one. If I'm the Bears, I'm shipping Justin Fields out. And, I, and I'm a Justin Fields okay. guy. So if I'm Chicago, I'm keeping it. If I'm any other team, I'm making you make the deal and give me that number one overall. Mike in Atlanta. Mike, what would you do with the number one overall pick if you're Chicago? I'm keeping. I'm keeping Fields. I'm going to keep Fields, um, and I'm going to trade the pick as long as I can keep that pick in the top five. Um, the reason I you just saw the Super Bowl, and you saw two teams get there. One had a great quarterback, and the other one had a great team, and uh, and uh, and Mister Irrelevant. I would. I rather take the shot of having Mister Irrelevant, and and go get Michael Pittman Jr. So give me Fields, Michael Pittman Jr revamp the rest of my team, and let me get a great shot at the Super Bowl. But to sit there and just try to gamble for the quarterback, that's the thing that gets people fired. That's the, that's the, the reason that uh, it's just too much of a gamble, too much of an unknown. I like the kid. He can make all the throws. Give him a stud-wide receiver, and let's see what he does. We appreciate the phone call, Mike. And by the way, that step wide receiver could be another Ohio State Buckeye and Marvin Harrison Jr. He's talking about moving and trying to go get Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, from the Colts. But, you know, Marvin Harrison might be, will, will be there at four because we all believe three quarterbacks are going one, two, three. Well, and if we're talking about it's got to be a pick, you know, in the top five, it's really only two and three are the only teams that would presumably move up to that number one pick. 
Arizona's not moving up to nope. it. Los Angeles is not moving nope. up to it. So it's really you got two options if you're trading that pick for a haul because you still want to take another quarterback. Washington and New England, those are the only teams that are going to do business. In his scenario, if, yeah. I, if I'm the Giants, I'm making phone calls. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm having, having to move on from Daniel Jones. If I'm the Falcons, I'm inquiring about it also. I, I mean, in, in two ways, the number one overall and Justin Fields. I mean, the Falcons there have multiple options in either bringing the, the Georgia native home or just trying to go up and get that number one overall, which uh, from where they are at eight, probably a little bit more far-fetched. Maurice in Illinois. Maurice, you're on ESPN Radio. What are you doing with the number one overall? It's by like I am a Chicago Bears super fan. I'm in all the fan groups. Um, I think about Chicago Bears 365 days a year. Um, and I've thought about this. We're, we're going to be good either way. Either either way, what we do, we're good. But I lean towards trading the pick because, like the caller before me said, we put Caleb Williams on this team. That does not put us in, in contention with San Francisco. Philadelphia, Dallas, this team has a lot of holes. And we watched Justin in a terrible situation, and he kept getting up and he kept playing hard for us. Chicago Bears fans love Justin Fields. We love his attitude. If you listen to all his teammates from college and stuff, the guy is a born leader. I've been doing my studying up on Caleb Williams and stuff like that. Never once heard his teammates be like, we love playing for Caleb Williams. I, know, I, 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 I could call at, BS um, on that one. I've, I've done a lot of their games the last couple of years as a reporter and field analyst, and his teammates love him. Absolutely love him. And that's something, Cliff, I've told this story a million times, but I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell it again. The last game we had him against Washington, I asked Cliff Kingsbury because we had him earlier in the year against Utah. And, and you know, Kingsbury was the senior offensive analyst and quarterback coach. Now the OC for the Washington Commanders. So what's the biggest misconception about Caleb Williams? And he said that people think that he doesn't give a bleep about his teammates, and it's the complete opposite. He wants to win for them. Well, where did that that come from? It's a great question. That's a great question. You know, I, I, I know exactly where it came from because the Utah game we had, there was that picture of him sitting on the bench looking extraordinarily depressed, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, and like, oh, he's a loner because there was no one around him. Well, you know where he was right before that happened? Right, There was a, a kick going through the uprights with no time left. Utah wins. Right before that picture was taken, he was standing going crazy with his teammates rooting on his defense. And then when the kick went through the uprights, he went over to the bench and sat down. That's where that misconception began. Yeah, I, I would say that's not very fair, you know, to say that you don't hear from his teammates that they love playing for him or playing with him. I do like the attitude that that Bears fan has where whatever they decide to do, I'm okay with it. It's going to be all right because fact of the matter is the Bears are in a good spot here, whatever they decide to do. Great point. If, if they want, yeah. it, it'll be exciting if they trade the number one overall pick and then you get a bunch of picks to build. That will be exciting. It'll be exciting if you trade Justin Fields, you get a second-round pick, and all right, now we're drafting what people are calling a generational quarterback in Caleb Williams. That's very exciting also. Whatever they decide to do is an exciting option for Bears fans. Nick in Illinois. Nick, you're on ESPN Radio. What are you doing with the number one overall? Yeah, um, I know. I don't know why we don't just do both. I mean, I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand. 
I guess um, my thing would be trade the first overall pick back to Washington, if that's a possibility. Get you a quarterback. I'd, I'd go Jaden Daniels personally. Um, and then trade Justin Fields too, although I do like him, like you just said. Uh, I think he's a great you know, young quarterback. I think they've done him a little disservice since he's been there, but neither here nor there. But um, I think do both. Uh, get you a bunch of picks, beef up your line, beef up both ends of the line and the trenches, and uh, beef up some of the others, like you said, draft, you know, uh, if we can draft Marvin Harrison, cool, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty well, much in, in, Thanks for the call. In that scenario, you, you can't then still draft Marvin Harrison. Like, like in that scenario, you if you're trading Justin Fields or whatever you're going to get for him, and you're trading the number one overall pick and you're getting a haul, it, presumably you're still going to have one of the first few picks. You, you still want to take a quarterback. You can't pass on Caleb Williams and get rid of Justin Fields. Like, you, you have to still land on one of those top three quarterbacks. Yeah, and, and at my time at the Senior Bowl, I was talking to some of the ACC coaches, and the one that really was adamant and, and in, in a very comical way was Dabo Sweeney, head coach at Clemson. And I said, give me one offensive player, one defensive player in your conference that you can't wait just to get them out of here. Like, you know what, I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> they go, that quarterback at UNC, good riddance. <laughs> I mean, see, you think, have, a, have a great career in the NFL, glad I don't have to play you anymore. And then he started getting into why. You know, I mean, and the numbers aren't the same with Drake May as they were the previous year. I mean, because one new offensive coordinator didn't have Tez Walker for a lot of the year and lost some weapons to the NFL. Uh, but, man, he is a remarkable, remarkable quarterback. And then Jaden Daniels, he won the Heisman for a reason. The dude can do it all. The, the thing about Jaden is he's got to protect himself more. I, I mean, I saw him twice last year. And in that Florida State game, you can't be going up against Jared Verse mano a mano. You're going to lose that every time. I mean, and especially in the league – you are going to get knocked the bleep out. So he's got the biggest thing he's got to do is protect himself more, and that's another that's another option for any of these teams also because this draft it's not just about Caleb Williams. There's probably going to be four quarterbacks going the first round, three yeah. and, and all and three in the top three. Yeah, but that if you have that number one pick, if you have that option at the number one pick, it has to be about Caleb. Oh, Williams. it is Caleb, and I'm not no saying doubt. picking somebody else at number one. I'm saying. If you're the Bears foregoing the number one, like the caller said, moving down and taking one of the other quarterbacks because you also train Justin Fields. You know, it's like it's like and all three of these quarterbacks may be really good, but it's like the Joe Burrow draft, right? Where we Joe Burrow we knew was going number one overall. And we also felt top five, top six overall is gonna be Tua Tonga Veloa and it's gonna be Justin Herbert. In no whatever doubt. order. We 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 know though no, but those three quarterbacks we feel are all three going to be great. There was no scenario where Cincinnati was gonna move off of number one and settle for either Herbert or Tonga Vailoa, even though we really believe all three were gonna be great. Let's go to Patrick in Dallas. Patrick, you're on ESPN radio. What do you got? I say Chicago gets the biggest haul they can possibly get for that number one draft pick and then trade Dak for Justin straight across. <laughs> one, the Bears aren't taking Dak and his $59 million cap hit, dude. I mean, this is not fantasy football. That is that, that is not going to happen. But I tell you what, you are in a fantasy world and tell Cinderella we said hello and that she's not anywhere <laughs> closest to the hottest of the princesses in the Disney universe. There you wow, go. Wow, how about that? Ariel or Jasmine. It wow. might not be we, we might not be living in a fantasy world, but are we living in a draft day world? Oh, that that sounds like a draft day thing. It, it really did kind of sound like an awful 
move by a general manager in a he fantasy world. He got all his picks back, Ian. Oh, he got man. all the picks back, the and he picks. still took the player he wanted. Uh, Alvin Mack, no matter what. That, no matter guys, what. Right? Isn't that it, right? Caleb Williams, no matter what. He's Jonathan Zaslow and me and Fitzsimmons. Coming up, we'll explain why some NFL players are about to have their worst nightmare come true when you return here on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Those are words that no NFL player wants to hear. And we are now in the tag part of the year for the National Football League. It ends on March 5th. With Jonathan, Jonathan Zaslow, I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. He's in for Amber Wilson here on ESPN Radio. ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, as we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Is she so, now known as the host from Southwest Florida who hung up on the caller? Maybe. Right. Good one, right? <laughs> he was very forgot, upset. Think about the that. host from yeah. Southwest Florida who hung right. up on me. And, uh, and, and he was talking about trading Justin Fields to the Winnipeg Bombers. He Good call. It. Right, right. Here we go. Now we're living in reality. All right, so we got a, bunch, a lot of big names that are up to be tagged by their NFL teams, something that none of them actually want to happen. So here's our producer, James Steele. He's going to fire off some uh, some guys that should or should not be tagged, including options for yeah. one. So a lot of teams have got a tough decision to make, man, You know, because they got multiple dudes that someone's going to get slapped with a tag and others are going to have to try and resign. And others, they're just going to miss out on and they're going to seek life elsewhere. So, Zaz, let's get into it. James, fire him off, and we'll try and answer him. All right, like any good NFL discussion, let's start with the Chiefs. They're the champs. Reigning, defending, undisputed, back-to-back Super Bowl champions. Uh, so they have two guys who uh, could be tagged here this year. Chris Jones, defensive tackle, maybe the best defensive player in the league. Or LeJarrius Sneed, who is arguably the best uh, uh, defensive back in the NFL last year. Ian, who do you tag, Chris Jones or Legereus Sneed? No shot in tagging Chris Jones because that number is north of $32 million. I'm trying to sign him long term. And if I'm Brent Beach, GM of the Chiefs, I I have already been in conversations with his agent. Uh, There is no way I'm letting that guy leave my building. I'm tying Chris Jones to a long-term deal. Whether i got to borrow from Peter to pay Paul to get it done, he ain't leaving. So to answer the toe, if I'm signing Chris Jones long-term, I'm tagging Sneed. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to say the same thing. You know, Legereus Sneed plays more of an important position, but overall, Chris Jones, better player. I'd like to have Jones long-term. I let him leave, but I'm more in, And by the way, those corners, those DBs, they fall off uh, rather quick after several great years. I'm more inclined to tag Legereus Sneed in that scenario as well. All right, moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who they have got, they got some issues. A lot, they have a lot Ooh. of guys they can tag, but some of the bigger names we have: Baker Mayfield, quarterback Baker Mayfield had a resurgence last year, took him to the playoffs. Mike Evans, wide receiver, has had a thousand yards in every season he's played in the NFL. Yeah. Antoine Winfield Jr., uh, one of the best defensive backs in the league. 
Zads, who are you tagging? Baker, yeah. Mike Evans, or Antoine Winfield Jr.? I got a similar rationale there with Antoine Winfield Jr. I'm not going to tag Mike Evans, all right? I'm not tagging him. Baker Mayfield, you're not doing it either. I'd like to work out something with Baker Mayfield. A nice, friendly, good for you, good for me, three, four-year deal with Baker Mayfield. I think I don't think he's necessarily their quarterback of the future. I think he's their quarterback of the now. But Antoine Winfield Jr., and we know Mike Evans. Mike Evans probably the last big contract he's going to get in his career. He's going to go to the highest bidder here. That makes all the sense in the world. But I'm, I'm probably looking right at Antoine Winfield Jr. with that tag if I'm Tampa. Agree with everything you said about Bake. I'm, I'm banking on Baker if, I, if I'm Tampa. And then after that's done, I'm going, hey, Mike Evans, you know the quarterback you like so much and helped you do another 1,000-yard receiving yeah. year? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, we're, he's here. We just signed him. Now let's get you done. So in that scenario, with those three options that we were given, I'm with you. I'm tagging Antoine Winfield. And that would cost you about $16 million right in that ballpark. All right, moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. A little bit of a disappointing this season this one. year. Uh, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver, uh, or Josh Allen, the defensive end, who, uh, he, did he lead the league in sacks? He had like 17 this year. 17 and a half. 17 and a half. So, Ian, are you tagging Calvin Ridley or Josh Allen? Man, this is hard. Uh, it, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for me. Because I'm trying to lock up Josh Allen long-term if I can, but it might get too pricey. So, if I, in that scenario, Ridley or Allen, and Ridley's one of the best route runners in the NFL. If I have to tag one of those two, I'm probably going to tag Josh Allen. Yeah. Even yeah. though I really want – and then you have till the middle of the summer. I can't remember the uh, – it's just like July 14th or whatever it is, where you can still try and work out a long-term deal. But to make sure he doesn't go anywhere, I tag Allen. Ridley, I want to bring him back. But if you can't, you might have to let him walk. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to agree with you on everything here, Ian. But I don't even consider tagging Calvin Ridley. I'll be honest with you. I know he had the year off, you know, but you know, because of nonsense. To be honest with you, but I was a little bit disappointed with Calvin Ridley's production this year. I thought he was going to be a stud from day one. There, he caught on a little bit the last half of the year, if I'm remembering correctly. But I was a little disappointed with Ridley. Uh, Josh Allen, it's a premier position pass rusher. I can't let him go. If I can't work something out long-term right away, I'm obviously not letting him go. I would tag him, but I'm not even considering tagging Ridley. Yeah, 1,000-yard receiver, eight touchdowns, 76 grabs. And remember, you can get 1,000-yard receivers, remember, though. It's not he, that hard. That's coming off of not playing for a year, and he jumped that's right true. back yep. in and had a grand. So, yep. but, By the way, your Chiefs, James Steele, if, if Ridley's available... Yeah, like that'd Imagine be a perfect him opposite guy for of Rasheed them. Rice. Ridley, yeah. Mike Marinate Evans. On that Mike Evans minute. is another guy that's been being thrown around in those discussions too. Either I'm one not, of those guys. I'm not letting him leave Tampa. He's yep. a buck for life. All right. So uh, both of you agree that the best Josh Allen gets tagged there. All right. Uh, up next, what do you do with Saquon Barkley, Zaz? Do you tag him or do you let him walk? No, I'm not tagging him because this. It feels like this situation needs to finally come to a head. All right. Either you like him or you don't like him. We can't keep going through this song and dance every single year. And I know it's within the rules, but it's really not even fair for Saquon Barkley. If you like him, sign him to a legitimate several-year deal. And if you don't like him, let's keep it moving here. And the fact of the matter is, you probably should keep it moving if you're the Giants because you're not a Saquon Barkley away from being a contending team right now anyway. That last part is the most important. If I'm the, if I'm the Giants, I'm letting him walk out of the building. And if I'm a Dallas Cowboys, I'm scooping him up. And you're not letting him walk out of the building because he's not worth it. It's just 
your team is not in a place right now for it to matter enough. Yeah, your O-line stinks and you got quarterback issues. you got to fix those before, even to have Saquon be productive. Let him walk. Next. Uh, real quick, just disappointed you didn't uh, catch my Josh Allen shade there or just didn't acknowledge it. Uh, Maybe we just ignored it. Up next, real quick, T. Higgins. Ian. Tag him. Tag. Done. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I'll tag him because that's a team that right now is in a place to do some winning. So even if I don't love tagging receivers, it's worth it for the big picture with that team. I'll give you one more, too. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, they're going to tag Brian Burns, one of the most underrated edge rushers in, in the NFL. That that also is going to happen. He's Jonathan Taslow on me and Fitzsimmons. Coming up next, we'll let you know the deepest position available for any player for your team in the upcoming NFL draft here on ESPN Radio.